this is just live here my name is justice coming with my first podcast and honestly guys like i said this is my first podcast and i've been told by other people on my timeline or just other of my boys that i should try and get into podcasting just get on here and start talking about all these random things that i talk on the timeline such as sports and i figure i give it a try you know just see what this is all about um some things i'm gonna get into on this show i just thought i'd introduce myself some of you guys already know me obviously uh since my audience is mainly probably gonna be my twitter followers and like i said um my topics are pretty much just gonna be a mix of sports it's gonna be a mix of hip-hop related news and just a bunch of current events that's been going on in this country pretty much um, so yeah, if you guys choose to, if you guys have any questions or any requests, feel free to hit me in the comments or even just DM me. Um, my Twitter is justice Madison one. Again, that is justice Madison one. I'm sure you guys have heard that before in random videos that I've gone around, but, uh, first thing I'm going to get into today here is obviously sports. As you guys know, I am a Laker fan here, and we did just come off on our 17th championship this past Sunday. We took down the Heat. That's one of the bigger uh, accomplishments, man, out of 2020, honestly. We've been in this quarantine all year, trash-ass year. But, um, yeah, man, we got this championship, and honestly, I just wanted to say fuck the flippers, <laughs> fuck the haters, fuck everybody that talks shit about our team. Yeah, yeah y'all homies, y'all, my homies, they know who, they t- who I'm talking about. And I mean, it's just, we gonna have to just regroup and run it back for next year. Um, But yeah, like I said, congratulations to Butler. Like I said, one thing he did prove, he proved that he was a dog. He proved that he could take a team, a bunch of, well, not, I'm not even gonna say a bunch of nobodies, but you feel me like there, you got Duncan Robinson, who's an undrafted, pretty much a rookie. You got Tyler Hero, who is a rookie, although he was drafted in the lottery, I mean, he, nobody knew he'd come up and be a bucket like he ended up turning out to be in a major props to Goran Dragic and Bam Adebayo for toughing it out with their injuries that they suffered in game one. Um, but like I said, Lake Show to the end of the day, Clippers ain't shit. They in the basement where they belong. And <laughs> it's Lake Show. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, one other thing that I wanted to get into, uh, we're going to move on over into football. Uh, just NFL with this whole COVID mess, as you guys probably, if you follow the sport, as you guys know, there's been a lot of outbreaks going on within the league lately. Uh, the Tennessee Titans and the Bills are currently getting ready to play today. I'm not sure if they've already kicked off, but the Tennessee Titans had over 20 players that were uh, tested positive. I mean, uh, players and uh, I guess players and a mix of staff. I mean, I'm not sure what the hell's going on over there, but it just goes back to show you how people weren't taking this whole pandemic thing serious from the jump. There were reports going out that apparently the Titans were hosting practices in high schools and they weren't really enforcing the math school, which I mean, again, it is Tennessee. So, I mean, imagine the type of people that are down here. If you live in San Diego, you have the bunch of Karens and the Billy Bobs out here that refuse to wear the mask and shit. So, I mean, I guess it isn't really a surprise, but it's only a matter of time until the NFL has to make that decision that they're going to have to go to bubble route or they're just going to have to end up sacrificing these games. Some teams are going to have to forfeit uh, and just go that route to, you know, to make a lesson or let people know, you know, just to go ahead and take this serious. 
Uh, but yeah, man, uh, like I said, the co uh, COVID looks like it hasn't been a total wash yet when it comes to football. We're, in our, we're going into our sixth week coming up. Uh, you guys know my Chargers. We did just suffer a heartbreaking loss to the Saints. Jerry, Jay Herbo, J Justin Herbert, he does look like he is the truth. This is his fourth. That was his fourth game starting. I mean, and honestly, guys, if you think about it, Chargers, they do get a lot of hate. But honestly, one thing I have to say about Herbert, I, and you know, I, I have to admit I was wrong. We drafted him this year and I cried. I was hurt. I was like, because I was so set in stone on Tua, but... Just, you know, me being a USC fan and USC playing in the same division as Oregon. Fuck Oregon, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, for, I mean, just seeing, just being used to seeing Herbert in that type of offense. I mean, I didn't, I just wasn't sure if that was going to translate to the NFL. Obviously, I'm no scout, but everybody has the eyes test. And, I mean, realistically, Oregon, that offense just, that's, that's just basically what it is. It's just Oregon's offense. Chip Kelly couldn't bring it to the NFL, and he's barely making it work at UCLA. So, I mean, I just didn't think Justin Herbert would be able to translate that. And I honestly thought he had Mitch Trubisky written all over him. But so far, so good. I mean, he has played against three GOATs. Or not GOATs, really. Well, he did play the GOAT in Brady, but he also did play Mahomes, and he played Breeze. And then an underrated Tampa, I mean, not Tampa, a Carolina Panthers team. So... I mean, he's looking really good. He has about nine touchdowns, I think three picks. He's running the ball, looks like pretty solid. And I mean, I've been getting a lot of uh, hate on Twitter lately. Uh, not hate really, but you know, just a bunch of people who have their opinions about Phillip Rivers. And I mean, honestly, when it comes to Rivers, I was one of his bigger supporters. I had all the faith in him throughout these years when people used to trash him for late game interceptions, for forcing balls, you know what I mean? Just being loyal, you know what I mean? I just stuck by him, but I honestly have to say, if we had Rivers this year, and I said this on Twitter, some of my followers will probably know what I'm talking about, but I said if we had Phillip Rivers, instead of us being one and four, we probably would be 0 and five. Our offensive line, is just banged up. Justin Herbert, as mobile as he is, I mean, even Tyrod Taylor, he cracked a rib after the first week of the after the uh, season against the Bengals. Not to mention, yeah, we barely beat the Bengals, but I mean, if it wasn't for a, a fluke missed field goal when their kicker faked the hamstring injury, we could be easily 0-5. So my whole thought process really is just to think of, you know, we have a banged up offensive line, our Head out, our front office continues to ignore upgrading the talent. I mean, yeah, we did sign Bulaga and Trey Turner, who are solid players. I cannot wait to this buy came in clutch because they need to get healthy, but they've just been unhealthy. And I mean, the biggest thing in football is just availability. So, I mean, the biggest ability is, is availability. So, I mean, it's just a matter of getting them healthy and everybody else. I mean, even in the game yesterday, we lost Keenan Allen. A, few, a couple weeks ago, we lost Austin Eckler. We don't even have Duran James. I mean, the injuries just, they just continue to, they just continue to stop the uh, pile up. Typical Chargers. But, uh, I mean, I, honestly, with this whole season, I never really expected too much. I knew this was going to be a transition year, kind of. But the way with Herbert is looking... And especially with the upcoming schedule that we have coming up here, I mean, it does look like it could get easier. But I the biggest thing for me is just to make sure Herbert gets his development, you know, make sure he doesn't get killed back there behind our porous offensive line and just hope that um, with our upcoming schedule, we can at least maybe win some games. I mean, and hopefully make it to a playoff, uh, you know, run. 
My biggest thing, I think, honestly, with this upcoming draft class, it wouldn't be a bad idea maybe to just tank. I mean, just play competitive. Don't be embarrassing and just, you know, hope for our top 10 picks so we continue to put pieces around our offense and continue to build our defense. I mean, but I mean, obviously, like I said, our schedule does get a little bit easier. I mean, just looking at it, we have a bye next week. But after we looks like we have the Jaguars, then play the Broncos and we play the Raiders trash ass and then we play the Dolphins honestly that Dolphin game could be tricky because you never know Tua could be starting by then and then we play the Jets so I mean those just next those next five four or five games right there I mean we could easily have as many as we could easily be five and oh we could easily have as most as three wins I mean we could flop go out on five I mean just typical Chargers fashion but I mean realistically with all that being said I mean as you guys can tell we do have some opportunities to build some wins and Justin Herbert playing against poorish teams compared to the playoff contending teams that we've been having to play through these last four months with his starts I think that will give him some time to build his confidence up and hopefully sooner or later we get our first win um, but yeah, with that being said, uh, we are one in four, unfortunately. So that's just kind of what we have to look forward to. I'm going to get into some of my week six game picks. That's something I'm going to maybe make a, a trend here going forward on a week to week basis. If I continue to do these podcasts, uh, let me know if that's something you guys obviously want to do. These may be controversy. Uh, they might cause controversy. I mean, uh, but overall, the first game I'm going to choose or between is going to be the Browns and Steelers. I think uh, this could be a closer game compared to what a lot of people may think. A lot of people probably aren't paying too much attention to the Browns right now, but the Browns actually are looking really well. They are on a four game winning streak right now. Uh, looks like Baker Mayfield, although he's not putting up huge numbers, it does look like he's 976 yards, nine touchdowns, four picks. Their biggest identity is the run game. Even without Chubb, they still have uh, Kamara, or not Kamara, they have Hunt. I can't even remember his first name. Uh, he used to play for the Chiefs. Kareem Hunt, excuse me. He has 347 yards uh, with three touchdowns. So, I mean, it's good to say he still has his talent. So, it should be a good matchup for them. And then on our defense, of course, they basically just drafted all of LSU, <laughs> throwing Miles Garrett and everything. So, uh, and then on the page on the um, on the Steelers, they have Big Ben, who looks like he's rebounded from last year's injury. He has ten touchdowns, one pick for a thousand sixteen yards. Uh, and then they have Chris Claypool, uh, Claypool, excuse me, their rookie or Chase Claypool. Uh, he went off last week out of nowhere. Uh, it was a second round pick out of Notre Dame. He has 261 yards and four touchdowns. He scored four touchdowns last week. So that's a pretty big mark. I think he set a record for rookie touchdowns in one week. So in that game, I do have the Steelers pulling it out. I do think that ultimately that defense with TJ Watt and them boys going crazy. I do think they'll be able to rattle Baker Mayfield. So I wouldn't be surprised if Baker had a crap game. I do see the Steelers pulling that one out. So we'll see how that one goes. My second game, I do have the Packers and the Bucks. Uh, we have Rodgers, who's looking like he's going to be an early MVP candidate or comeback player of the year with all the slack he's been getting. Still don't know why the Packers chose to draft Jordan Love, knowing they had that man <laughs> on their roster, and he's still playing good. So, But yeah, we have the Packers, and they're going to be playing Tom Brady and the Bucks. I am going to be going with the Packers in this one. Then Brady and the boys, they are starting to pick up some injuries. I don't know if they will have... Uh, Godwin, uh, he's been out with a hamstring injury. 
And then on top of that, you have uh, Crybaby Evans. Um, and although he did put up monster numbers against my team a couple weeks ago, I do not know if that defense, uh, if he'll be able to get through, get through, especially if he is the only receiver playing with Godwin out. I don't know if he'll be able to have a monster game and, you know, just take over that Green Bay defense. Um, I do know both defenses, they can get after the passer. Tampa Bay's pass defense, it is suspect. Uh, Grand Green Bay's defense, it does look like it has a little bit more going for it here. Um, although I don't know, I just, I feel like I'm going to go Green Bay with this one. Um, Tom Brady, you can never bet against him, but right now Aaron Rodgers, he's passing for 13 touchdowns. He hasn't even thrown a pick yet. 1,214 yards passing and then... And that's and like I said, this is all without Devontae Adams hasn't even played in the last couple of games. Uh, that's another big injury to look out for in this one to see if he's available. Obviously, if he's available, that's better for the Packers. They also has they have Lazard, who's their leading receiver. Uh, he has 254 yards and two touchdowns. But ultimately, uh, Brady is throwing 1300 yards, uh, 12 touchdowns, four picks. Then they have Mike Evans again. For 271 yards for six touchdowns so um he is doing good in the receiving and i have to give him his credit he is looking up to par especially with the whole controversy that followed with his rankings for top 100 he is backing it up i have to admit that so uh but ultimately like i said i do have the packers winning that one and then my last pick for this week is going to be between the cowboys and the cardinals I chose this game because obviously if you pay attention to bat to football, you know Dak Prescott did just get shut down for the season. He unfortunately broke his ankle. Uh, that's a story for another day with that whole situation in Dallas because ultimately what you can make an argument that without Dak, the Cowboys wouldn't have even been, I mean, they're already not going places, that crap division, but I mean, there's an argument that could be made that they would be in a worse position without Dak. And I guess we're going to see what Andy Dalton has, I mean, with this game. But going forward, they're not going to have Dak Prescott. They still do have Zeke. He's arguably, in my opinion, a top three back. That was something else that I got some slack for on Twitter. A lot of people were had Devon, or Dalvin Cook or uh, I think yeah, some other people. I don't even remember, honestly. Oh, yeah, Derrick Henry, honestly. Derrick Henry, honestly, is just so overrated to me. I mean, he's 6'4", 260, 250, 60, running behind and a solid offensive line, and he gets like 30 carries a game. So, I mean, honestly, if he's not getting over 100 yards on 30 carries a game, he's just a crap back. But since he's that big, he, you know, it's just, it's a guarantee. But again, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> anyway, but in regards to the Cardinals and the Cowboys game, I do think that with Kyler Murray uh, and, and uh, Hopkins connection, they've been going crazy this year. Hopkins already has 528 yards on 45 receptions with two touchdowns. Uh, although C.D. Lamb, he is looking like an early offensive rookie of the year candidate. I do not know if a wide receiver will get it over quarterbacks, especially with the way Justin Herbert and Joe Herbert, or, or not Joe Herbert, uh, Joe Burrow have been playing, especially if Tua can end up starting, you know, much the media loves Tua, so. But with that all being said, C.D. is putting up 29, yard, or 29 receptions, 433 yards and two touchdowns. Like I said, Zeke, he is still available. He's got 364 yards and five touchdowns. So, I mean, this could be a, a game just that they dedicate and just come out on all cylinders and just fire away and just do it for Dak. Or Arizona um, can carve up their defense like every other team has been doing. And I'm going to lean with that uh, choice. And I just think Colin Murray, 
he is a problem with his ability to make quick cuts on the scramble and as well as you know throwing the ball deep just he had in that offense honestly it's just set up to i think that quick air raid ability uh playbook might um take away from dallas's pass rush so if that can happen i just don't see how dallas can you know stop their offense so ultimately i think cardinals come out with that dub so like i said um if um there is if, if there is a episode next week which i'm sure there probably will i'll go over those uh games just to recap and obviously uh recap on if i was right or wrong about them uh but the last kind of uh topic that I wanted to go through here. Like I said, I'm going to be doing a lot of current events, hip hop news, sports. This one, it does revolve around hip hop news. It is just revol- revolving uh, Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion. I mean, uh, this happened a couple weeks ago at this point, but since this is my first episode, I think it is something I still wanted to touch on. And I think it's just really sad that Tory, I mean, although he hasn't been convicted yet, I just still think it's kind of sad that he uh went went through all the stuff that he put Megan through as far as being allegedly the one that shot her in the foot and I just think it was sad that he put out that uh that album you know what I mean it just looks really greedy at this point and now that he uh the news has come out that he could potentially be or he is charged with it or he's um being uh, charged with it they said that he could be charged up to 20 years excuse me um whatever it is man he's gonna be in jail for a long ass time put it like that and i just think it's sad man because that man is short as hell he gonna be someone's bitch and all so it's like he him and doing all this for money and he if you go on his instagram he was over here taking pictures and thinking he was with his with his fan base just thinking he was just back in the game it was just gonna be easy like that but i mean I don't know, man. It just looks all greedy. And I mean, realistically, I have lost respect for him at this point. I haven't, I mean, I haven't, you know, played any of his music since this all came out. Cause I mean, I haven't bought myself to delete it yet, but I mean, cause I mean, there are some classics with, you know, with that man, obviously. And I just had hope that someday maybe this would just die down and maybe, you know, there'll be some time to give him a second chance. But as it goes right, as it goes right now, I don't know if there will be a second chance. And I mean, for everybody, for Meg, obviously she's not gonna hear this, but it's just sad that she had to go through all that she went through. As vicious as social media is, there was a lot of people making jokes about it. Obviously I cracked probably a couple jokes about some of the stuff that was being said, but I mean, there were some people that were just flat out, just not believing her, just just doing anything in there possible. You know, those people that are on Twitter that just get all involved in the celebrity drama and they're just like, no, Tori didn't do it. <laughs> but I mean, it's just it's sad man and honestly i mean tori gotta do better so honestly but regardless of that that is my first episode guys again this is the just live show this is my first episode so if you guys have any comments just let them know let it drop in the comment section um or just like i said dm me on twitter justice madison one i'm open to all feedback or cut uh, uh <laughs> constructive criticism um like i said this is just something that's for fun i do like to talk sports and stuff like that and i'm also thinking of if this is something that i do for fun and continues to go i'm thinking about having maybe some guests come on regardless of if we do it over zoom or call or even if we link up whatever the case is um i've already talked to a few people so this does go not like i said i'm not trying to make it big but if it does go well then 
Um, I already have some people lined up that might be down to do an episode or two. So I look forward to seeing the feedback if there is some. Um, This is Justice again, and I hope to hear from you guys again. Let's do the next episode. Thanks.